I think the biggest thing, and I'm going to talk about two things tonight. The biggest thing, and I know we can talk about it until we're blue in the face. I just don't get it. Is this whole slut shaming. And just seeing how it's done on both. Really, let me say this. I hate seeing it, men slut shaming women. Because their reasons for it never make any sense. <laughs> you, what did this man say? He said the definition of a hoe is somebody that's had multiple people or slept around. And so then you're like, okay, so can a hoe be either male or female? No, a hoe can only be female. Well, then how many people did you sleep with? Why you want to know? Well, if she slept with a whole bunch of people and then you slept with a hundred people, then doesn't that make you a hoe? No, a hoe is a sexual person. Okay, so then you don't sleep with sexual people? No, I sleep with sexual people. They got to be sexual to be with me. So then I thought you said, so you sleep with hoes then. You know, the concept is just, it just doesn't make any sense. And we really need to step away from this. And it's really sad to say, like, I can go on a tangent with this. I can be real honest and ruffle a lot of feathers because it's just like, especially, I might colorize this a little bit, especially when it comes to black women. And I'm not saying I'm not going to get deep into that whole, you know, we don't have the support of our black men and blah, blah, blah. No, that's not what I'm saying. It just amazes me when you see these men grow up in the same household, single mother, you know, scrapping around to get what they need to do, you know, trying to find the perfect father figure for them and, you know, any other kids or, you know, siblings that you may have and things like that. But then when you see the same woman that's doing or a different woman doing the same thing that your mother did for you, you shame her. You call her a slut. You call her this. You shame her. You don't, you and it's just like, but out your same mouth, nobody can talk about your mama. She did everything <laughs> that she can to make sure that you guys got what you want. But you can't have that same respect for another woman doing the same thing that your mother did. And I know this ain't it's it's not always about sex but I really had to put that out there like we got to do better allow people to live sleep with who they want to sleep with and the let me break this down to you again what is the difference of a woman sleeping with or anybody sleeping with a hundred different people one time or the same person a hundred times oh so now she's not loose anymore she's not a hoe her her pussy isn't, you know, ran through because she's, it's not a hundred people, different people, but she's sleeping with you a hundred times. <laughs> Let's leave that concept alone. It's dead. It's done. There's nothing that it can stand on. And at the end of the day, sex is natural. We all have sex. We came from sex unless you were created in a Petri dish whatever you want to call it or the test tube, whatever. But at the end of the day, we don't do it just to mate or to reproduce. We do it because it feels good. All right. So moving along. As you guys know, I am a sex expert, a sex educator, sex specialist, sex coach, whatever you want to call me. I am all of the above. I get asked this all the time. So what haven't you done? People, people in our industry, 
either they're a sex therapist, sexologist, sexpert, what have you. We are still human beings that get horny and fantasize and have a sex checklist like every other human. <laughs> the only difference is that we make sure to provide a, a container, a safe space, a place where you are not judged for being who you are as long as it's consensual, you know, for your desires and what you want to accomplish. And we make sure you do it in a safe space. We make sure that, you know, you're being fulfilled or getting the fulfillment or figuring out what makes you fulfilled as much as possible. I like to think we make the world go round because we do. And at the same time, we knock down bond boundaries. We shatter the ceiling. <laughs> we make people uncomfortable with their closed mindedness. We force people to expand their minds, but we're still human beings. With that being said, you know what? I get a lot of toys. Like I say it all the time, like I need a a storage center to put all these products I have. And it's not just toys, it's lingerie, it's lotions, lubes, nipple clamps, pasties. It's all types of stuff because we got to try that out to make sure that you guys are getting the correct information on either how to use them or if it's even worth using, right? But we don't use all of that in our bedrooms. Because that when you start testing things, you know, you're so used to having to test things out to feel if it's a good vibration, if it's worth, you know, the almost $200 investment that, you know, toys are that you got to put in for these pleasure objects or anything like that. You know, we have to do the groundwork for it. So we just want to separate work and intimacy in our bedroom. And we have to take the same steps we teach in order to be, to have the relationships. Like I say it all the time. I thank God. I thank the universe for bringing along my partner, for him meeting me in the space that I do. He came and met me at um, a workshop that I was hosting. So it wasn't, you know, like this is something he's finding out, like this is me, take it or leave it. And he understands the work that I do. But getting back to the story, you do have to um, create that intimate space. You have to remember. So Definitely what we teach you guys in our classes, our seminars, coaching, what have you, is the same thing that we have to implement in what we do. So making the time out for yourself and for you and or your partner. Like, and you got to make a conscious decision on this, remember. So taking a class together, like maybe you guys like to cook or you guys really enjoy cigars or whiskey or whatever go ahead and take some classes or you know go to some bars or some lounges and stuff like that and just separate work from play um take trips together I love to travel you know I'll be in St. Lucia in May you know with my partner and I'm going to separate work from play but I would definitely be playing just saying <laughs> and Talk to each other. I like to bring up my sexual menu. You got to figure out what it is that you and your partner like. Ask the questions. You never want to be in the space. Let's say this. Let's take this for instance. Let's say you and your partner, well, your partner's been, I don't know, nibbling on your nipples a certain way. And you don't really like it. 
but you do it because you oh you know he seems to really enjoy it like let me not you know push him away or her away or them away whatever but then you're doing this list and you find out they don't really actually like doing it see you gotta have those conversations because that's you know you don't have to sit there not enjoying it and that person doesn't have to sit there doing it when they don't even enjoy it you know so definitely get those things where you can write those down and scratch off and this is a good way to add your sexual bucket list maybe you guys want to have sex in different you know places or maybe you want to try different things and I know we've talked about this before but you always want to bring that up that's a great tool for communication and allows you especially if you've been in relationships for longer like you guys have been married for years or you have kids or stuff like that it allows you to go back and see that you weren't the same sexual person you were when you guys started that relationship to you know who you are now and things that you have done things that you're thinking about doing you know fantasies never die out they don't because you're always going to sit there daydreaming, you know, sometime about what your desires are. <laughs> Maybe the mailman came in and he was looking really delicious over there. And you're like, you know what? I think I want my husband or my man or my girlfriend to dress up like a mailman. Just saying. <laughs> but with that saying, I'm not saying that we don't use toys. Everybody uses toys. I won't, well, let me not say everybody, but I mean, we do find toys that, you know, are maybe in our top five. Like Hitachi will always be old faithful. That's one of those things that you go back to. And these are things that you can use in combination to. So maybe, you know, your partner has you bounded up and they use a Hitachi or even a Lilo or Lalo, however you want to pronounce it, wand on your clitoris. Like, think about how that good that feels. Like, you can't move away. You have to indulge into that it hurts so good pleasure. And then you have that blended orgasm. Because you're orgasming because, you know, it's that clitoral stimulation. But you're also orgasming because that it just, it's sexy as hell. That you can't even push away the pleasure that you're getting. Isn't that hot? Like, you can't push away from the pleasure that you're getting I had to say it's real sexy for you guys so you guys understand how that feels <laughs> and then you know you can do stimulation you can do nipple play get some like nipple clamps or utilize ice or something that's a little warm or if you're into candle play just be mindful that you know there's different temperatures so you can use soy candles for something that's not as hot or if you are that person that likes that stingy, hotty, hot feeling of melted candle being dripped on your body, go for it. But remember to talk about it and enjoy it. Again, these are just tips that you can use and that we do, you know, as sexperts. And I will say this again, as sexperts, we do, and people in the industry, the sexuality in- industry, I will say that we get a new... um mindset around body positivity like we're we're I think that's so ingrained into us about loving our bodies for what it looks like either if you're slim thick athletic pear-shaped strawberry-shaped whatever it is you find these new found love for yourself I'm not saying it happens for everybody but I can say you know 
those that are in my close circle that I deal with who are in the industry and myself, it has definitely taught me to love my body more. So with that being said, I mean, I've always loved lingerie. Let's get that straight. I have a, um, what do you call it? A chest of lingerie that I've been like, I think I was in love with lingerie since like high school. I think when my boobs got in, I think that's when I just was like, I'm wearing what that Victoria's Secret model was wearing or what I saw. Like, I have a lot, like, I love it, but it's for me. Like, I've always loved that. But now with that added bonus of just loving your body, you know, whether like, I don't have big boobs, you know, I've been in past relationships where, you know, or a past relationship where I was kind of shamed for that. But now, you know, almost being you know, closer to 30. I love it. I love having like, I don't want no back, you know, whatever. (laughs) I love my body. I I've found to really love and accept my body for what it is. And that silky feeling of silk or that lace. And, you know, I just find myself in the mirror a lot, just looking at myself. So you can wear lingerie for yourself. Please remember that. But then that added bonus of you feeling amazing in what you're wearing and then your partner walks in and they're just like looking at you, you know, just in awe like that. Yep. I'm with her or I'm with him. I'm with them. You know what I mean? So definitely bring that into play. I mean, I feel like all of us are visual. I know people like to give that to certain um, genders. Like, I know people like to say males are very visual. I think everybody is at the end of the day. Because I, I, good muscles. I love a muscular back. I love a nice chest. I love muscles. I look for that first. Then, you know, you go up to the smile. Then you go up to how they're dressed. But at the end of the day, I love me some muscle. So, I'm looking at that and I got eyes that can see. So I'm visual. (laughs) So use that to your advantage and just see how amazing it is to play around. What's another tip? Oh, enhancements. I talk about that too. Please. And I say, I always recommend pink hefts. You know, I love them to the mask, you know, the max, um, you know, all natural female enhancement is pink hefts. All natural male enhancement is black hefts. Um, the herbs are, you know, known aphrodisiacs that get you either more wet or gets you hard, but allows you to be more sensitive to your what's going on to your in your body and sexually. So they go straight to the loins, the places you want to feel pleasure. And, you know, another like thing, if you want to add... Sometimes, and I'll get back to it, I'll add maca to my morning smoothies. Like, I live an orgasmic lifestyle. I want orgasms all day, every day, in my life, all the time. I'm just saying. So I like to be, like, I really love it. And it gets your, and they have added benefits too. I'm not going to tell you to take it, but definitely Google it to see the added benefits of taking maca powder and adding it to your, your um smoothies or whatever and it goes really good with chocolate so you can add that aphrodisiac to you know what you're doing already so a little mexican hot chocolate with a scoop of maca root powder oh yeah 
you guys are going to like that <laughs> for sure. So it's really nice because, like I said, it's just enhancements. These aren't, you know, Viagra or anything like that. It's just to enhance the experience. So there's nothing wrong with that, right? Um, temperature play. Definitely make time for yourself. Um, self-care is especially what I have to do as a sex coach because I can sit down and deal with some very deep um, issues that obviously I can't get into, but though like you can't bring home all of that. And I have to make sure to take care of myself and my mental state because I don't want to come home depressed. It's kind of like, you know, being a therapist or a, you know, a social worker. I'm not saying our jobs are similar, so please don't get your panties in a bunch, but you guys know how it feels to take on a client that's been through so much pain, so much, you know, trauma and is being is now a survivor and you're feeling all of that and you don't want to take that home back into your family and you know mess up the energy that's going on so definitely take care of you guys yourself get a spa day get your nails done I'm all about paws and claws yes paws and claws you guys just keep up with me (laughs) um and just I don't know zen out sometimes like guys we got to learn how to black out the world black out the tv and everything like that and I don't feel like any of us sex work, uh, not workers, but sex specialists and sex educators have TVs on our rooms. Never put a television in your room if you want intimacy. That is the number one killer. And number two is really the cell phone, which is, you know what? I'll say with my partner, we don't have our cell phones in the room. I think if anything, it's only if an alarm is needed. Other than that, nobody's answering phone calls, running. We're not laying in bed, you know, scrolling through Facebook or emails and stuff like that. And I have to really appreciate that. Like, you really have to learn how to do that because you don't understand. It's so hard for us to let go of what's going on in the world (laughs) while it's stressing us the fuck out, right? (laughs) So don't let that be a, you know, a hinder to your intimacy. So keep the phones at your rooms. TVs out your rooms and let the room be for what it needs to do be sleeping and fucking you're welcome but yeah that's kind of what I have right now for the tips um that you know us sex workers use definitely Uh, oh oh lube I think we all have an array of lube I mean we definitely have our favorites especially because we have to test out so much um but If anything, keep coconut oil close to the bed. If you're not allergic, let me say that. Coconut oil, I say it all. Coconut oil, your life. You can put it in your food. You can put it in your hair. You can put it on your skin. You can put it inside of you, ladies, as long as you're not using a condom because oil and latex, unfortunately, don't mix. So that's why you have your water lube, things like that, because Let's be honest. I know we're mostly made of water, but we can get dry sometimes. (laughs) And there's no shame in that. It's perfectly normal. So definitely keep a little lube. And it's really nice because I think 
and this is just a tip, a side note tip for um, those with vulvas going to gynecologists. Definitely bring your own lube with you, water-based lube. Um, I don't know if anybody really brings silicone, but I really recommend getting, you know, bring your own gel-like water-based lube that you like because those utensils can get uncomfortable and you just want to make sure that they're not putting anything harmful to your pH or anything like that. Because at the end of the day, um, everybody isn't totally in sync with how you feel about your body. I mean, I think that's the nicest way to put it. Um, I don't want to shame doctors out there. We, we, we need you, definitely. But all the lube that they use aren't good for our pHs. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> Make sure you guys, if you're listening to this before... Um, April, well, end of March of 2017, early April. I will be in Denver at Exotica this year, 2017. Definitely come out. Ladies, it's free for you guys on Fridays. I'll be doing Exotica in Chicago as well here in June. And I will also be doing it in New Jersey. So definitely make sure you guys come out every Friday night. It's free for the ladies. Make it a girlfriend night. Get some drinks. Come out. Watch some shows. Drop into some classes. Blah, blah, blah. You'll love it. And then for all my listeners out there who are around the world, yes, I'll be coming back to Europe. So London, Paris, Amsterdam, and Berlin. I will see you and Australia. I will see you and Nigeria. Definitely look out because we will definitely be coming into you guys and teaching you some amazing workshops in your countries. As long as you guys ask me to come out there, I will be there. Okay. Just give me a heads up if anything's going down. I'm just saying. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. And as always, we'll get back to you and just keep a lookout. And oh, yeah, check me out. The website is up, you guys. Look for the link um, on all social media handles. So, you know, I have a Facebook page, which is Frosted Pleasure. Instagram, Frosted Pleasure. Everything is Frosted Pleasure. If you guys have any questions, email me at frostedpleasure at gmail.com. I love to hear from you guys. And yeah. Keep it sexy, keep it smooth, keep it safe, and have a great one. It's Sex Talk with the lights on.